Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more. Everyone, welcome to the Kickstart Podcast presented by ProTaper. It is the Monday after Seattle Supercross in the uh, Great Pacific Northwest. Mike Antonovich on the phone. He attended. Alex Ray, you were in downtown. Chase was in the desert. I was at Paris racing uh, with the Paris crew. But, uh, man... Kind of a wild I mean, it, night. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a wild night. It didn't really disappoint. I mean, it, it was kind of like unfolded just like you would think it would. Yeah, yeah. I honestly was pretty stoked with the outcome because the, before pushing play on Peacock for time qualifying, I was fully expecting some mud, clouds, and then I see the sun. I was like, oh, yeah, thank right? God. Yeah. It, it did rain, I guess, Friday night. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Quite oh, a bit. Yeah quite a bit yeah so it's crazy that the the track who had the track the way like as good as it was right so um 450 class i feel like was super eventful um the way it started i was like okay well these guys need to go mm-hmm. like the guy like i mean eli and coop because they got bad starts and then chase you know he was out front he was running away with it no one could touch him and then it's just like someone shot his front wheel out, out from underneath him like, i think someone through something in his front spokes. No, That's what it looked like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, same thing, same crash. It's happened over and over. I don't know what else more to say about it. I mean, we've talked about it numerous times. Yeah. You know what's bad about this, too, is my my chick's dad. I was with him all day yesterday. He, he watches the sport. He's a fan of the sport. Obviously, he, he rides and whatnot, but he doesn't listen to any podcast or anything like that. And now he's at the point where he's like, hey, do you think, do you think something's wrong with that bike? I'm like, what? He's like, he just crashes every time the same way. It's always front end. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a lot of the same issue, I feel like. And I don't know. I know they're working on it. I mean, I know that Chase is working on himself. I know the team's working on his bike. I mean, there's no lack of effort there. It's factory Honda. But got to get something figured out. Yeah. But but maybe, maybe it's just a him thing. Maybe it's yeah. like Jet has no issues with it mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. Okay. So you raced a CR450R last year. Mm-hmm. Did you have any front end instability, unpredictability like that? Is it exaggerated by his riding style? I think it is a little bit. Yeah, like I had some front end twitch, like a little bit, and I know, like, I mean, we we even had like a, maybe a few of like the Honda technicians come over and like we fill out a sheet to like, hey, like, what are you guys feeling on the bike? Like, is there something that you know that we should address? Blah 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 blah, you know. And then too, like, I think like if I mean Anton. Maybe you have like a photo of it or something that we could we could put up. But a lot of the factory guys are running this new Dunlop tire, the new front one, and it looks very crazy. Hmm. So maybe maybe he's just not getting along with that tire. Maybe that's the one he chose at the beginning of the year, and maybe he needs to go back on his decision. Um, you know, but it's yeah. I mean, these guys. That's that's another thing too that we don't think about. All these guys they do tire testing preseason. They pick a fucking tire. <clears throat> And say Dunlop, because they run specs, right? So mm-hmm. Dunlop orders X amount of tires for this certain person and what they like. And then halfway through the season, if they don't like it, then they're like kind of stuck with it. Like, hey, yeah. well, I mean, now I wouldn't say that they're stuck with it, but they're like, hey, man, like we ordered all these tires. You chose this tire in preseason testing. Mm-hmm. So that, that too can be thrown in the bucket for. I would think if the tire is what's causing Chase to fall. They would change his time. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just pissed Brock Glover off. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, but no, no. I I really do agree with you on a lot of that, Ray. I think that it's just that bike. You know, there's something about when it hits a certain condition where all this energy like hits the front wheel and it just kicks, and Chase just doesn't know when it's gonna or doesn't know how to handle it when it's gonna happen because it seems to happen in the same kind of situation which is when it's um, loading up on the front end and there's a lot of chatter. 
which was yeah. what was going on into that turn. It just seems like it like gets wound up real quick and then it just unloads. Yeah. This is the, the, the most impressive thing about our sport to me compared to other motorsports is like IndyCar, NASCAR and all that. They're not stuck with what a manufacturer makes, right? Yeah. Our sport, we're kind of stuck with what these manufacturers and these teams develop for everyone right for like for the next four years i mean him and honda might just have reached the limit like hey dude like you just can't go that fast on this bike (laughs) and hey that but that's honestly a totally fair thing and this is something that has to be adopted in our sport because MotoGP started this weekend Mm -hmm. they have known problems like dude if you watch MotoGP stuff they tear apart the yamaha because the yamaha is slow and the guys have to ride it a certain way or the honda is shitty and they're going to lose mark marquez if they don't fix it but it's a known problem within those teams and within the media and the sport like that. And, and they're Some actually able one, to be yeah. like, Hey man, you have to know that this is how you have to ride that bike. And maybe Chase is in that stage of like, Hey dude, this is where this thing's at. You got to go here because if you keep pushing it, you're just going to wind up on your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, I don't have all the answers. I mean, if I pissed off Brock Glover right there, I'm sorry. I'm just no, trying to, <laughs> yeah, but I'm just trying to figure it out. Right. Like, I mean, this is just like, this is just banter on the race. Cause like, I mean, this is, happened so many times it's like there's i feel like there's so many fingers pointed in so many different directions that's just another one you can throw in the bucket (laughs) yeah like i okay i asked him this the other day and i was like you know you've seen and i think i said it on the podcast even last weekend we've seen him go through these same struggles as he's like trying to figure it out and put the pieces together but like every champion goes through this thing and like what a problem to have think about if he had Cooper's problems in those first two years on the Yamaha where it was a bike that he could do nothing with and was just going to hurt him at some point in time and just never get along with it and then gets off of it and figures it out and it's good to go or Eli who had these like weirdo meltdown rides out of nowhere and all of this immense pressure of Cowie being like you have to win or you're a failure at this point Chase just got to figure out how to ride the bike within the limit that's Mm -hmm. not a bad problem to have and too, like his fitness has something to say about this right like I mean and like his build you can't keep crashing this much and stay healthy. Yeah. You know, fuck, yeah. I didn't even crash and I fucking shattered my finger. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what does that say about your fitness? <laughs> dude, I don't know. <laughs> that, well, no, I that mean, means A-Ray got finger. milk. Like, yeah. Need a- <laughs> it's just like, I, I need to drink more milk. I don't know what it is, but like the thing about it is like, he's, these crashes aren't just tip overs. No. I mean, some of them are, yes, but like for the most part, dude. he was going down a straightaway and did a front flip. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? You know? So, no. I mean, yeah, man, it, he. You can't just keep getting this no. lucky. You and know? if you're KTM, you think you're like almost wanting him to just slow down a little bit. Like, what if this guy crashes so much this season, he dings his confidence, and he's just like, "All right, I'm not gonna push it that much." And I and I was talking to someone last night. I'm like, who's very 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 familiar with the KTM? Uh huh. Very like he's in tight. <laughs> and I said, "Do you think that?" the KTM will suit Chase's style better with the 52 mil forks, like the big lugs, all this stuff, but with like a steel frame, because like whenever you watch an Austrian bike, it's, it looks stable. Mm -hmm. That person told me, no, Hmm. it's not going to suit him very well. They said that, that, that chase is going to struggle. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's just, he said, she said stuff, but I mean, you never know. Yeah. I mean, it's a new bike. Don, to what you said about like Jet making this bike look like it has no problems as a 250, you have to start wondering if his people are looking at like, okay, dude, you are needing to identify the problems with this bike where these are the challenges you're going to have once you step up to it. Once you have 200 more CCs under you, it's going to be a lot different. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they could be the same chassis and the bike's handled different because of the power Uh and, and the torque and all that because like, Previous generation 250 Honda, I loved that chassis. Like, yeah. I felt like you could do whatever I want on that bike. Yeah. But that generation 450, I wanted Rigid. No, nothing yeah. to do with it. Yeah. Even know? on the Austrian side, like, the two, the 250 and 350 have, and 450 have basically the same frame. And even mm. 250 and 350, I spent some time on a couple years ago, and it was like, this bike feels a lot different. Yeah. Yeah, completely different. So now when they, when they have, like, the works, like, most of the, you know, I guess brands have that works edition bike. Mm-hmm. Honda, they still have two years on this chassis. Yeah. Do you think they come out with something different with like the works edition that could be like 
a 25 and a half that gets you emolligated mean, for they revised their their uh chassis this year right don yeah but when yeah. when they announced their works edition thing mm-hmm. they said initially like i was grilling uh jason avid about it and he said it's not their goal to use it like ktm where they produce something that the racers can race to get homologated sooner. Mm-hmm. It's always just going to be a cheat sheet out standard bike. Yeah. But that one, they might need that to they change release. It. Yeah. But I mean, I, I, if I were them, like they, they want to win, right? I mean, it's Honda, like Honda wants to win. Yeah. And I feel like maybe if they're struggling with the chassis, why not? So a race, this could go into like a much broader conversation about Honda's like racing ideology throughout Japan, because a lot of the problems they're having in MotoGP right now, it's a lot of like, what can we do to make this bike better? Because we're having such problems with it. And like all these decisions happen from one place. It's not like, uh, it's not like Lars and all these guys aren't doing what they can. There's probably a lot of limitations that they can't do. Mm Mm-hmm. It's crazy how high level this would have to go, you know, and we're so invested in it. And this is like billion dollar decisions at Honda every day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and that's the thing too. Like whenever Honda's going racing, it's not like they're spending just a few million dollars. They're spending a lot of freaking money Yeah, and they want to win, which I mean, they are still doing very, very well in, in their cases. Right. But they, they always strive for a little bit better. And so that's why I was like, sort of saying like, Hey, like maybe, use a works edition for maybe a 25 and a half or something, Mm -hmm. whenever it does come that time. So does Chase have these same problems outdoors or only Mm -hmm. supercross? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cause I mean, it was only one race, right? But jet had no problem on the 450. Yeah. It does. Yeah. But also Chase had one at destinations too. That's a, that's like even breaking down into a GP style track. Like what, what jet has probably ridden before a lot you know so a lot of like different comparisons to see there but yeah chase has had the same problems i think thunder valley last year didn't have a problem and it cost him a race and you got to think too like dude like it's all happened at the end of the races granted he does have but but it does happen at the end of the races but whenever you do watch chase i feel like he has moments at the beginning of the race too but he catches himself yeah so you know i don't i don't know it's like my hand my hands are up like i i have no idea yeah could it be uh i mean it could either be him hey i'm home free you know i got this big lead and he loses concentration or is it like you say at the end of the race does the fork get hot and work differently at the end of the race I i would say no because he's not on air so Hmm. it's got to be brain fade because the frame don't get hot and get more flexy or something does it no and it's interesting when he's climbing through the pack most of the time he's he doesn't have these incidents right yeah i don't know i think regardless no one's gonna really know the true answer but i think we should give props to honestly honda and sexton's camp because this could easily be really really nasty situation like Mm -hmm. chase could be like pointing the finger there honda could be pointing the finger at chase right and it's they're, they're, they're working well, together. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, they're working together, which is which is really good. That says a lot, you know, for both sides. Yeah. So. Especially how widely like felt but not like publicly discussed this whole KTM situation is. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. that is a big big factor in all of this too. Hmm. I think it's props to the Alpine Stars SM10 helmet. <laughs> how many times has he <laughs> smashed his head into the ground and that thing and he's fine. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> hey, hey, Ray, uh, something that I wanted to bring up to you, because um, you said it a minute ago about how Cooper and Eli didn't get like the greatest starts. Mm-hmm. Like rewatching, they're in the top five, and this was something that even when you rewatch um, Detroit last week too, does Eli make like bad decisions in the first two or three minutes of the race that puts him backer in, like towards the back of the pack instead of it just being bad starts? I when think, he goes to set up for that long rhythm lane, like he totally goes wide when yeah. he doesn't have to, and he gives up two spots that he had just made up, and he's mm-hmm. done that a couple times lately. Yeah, yeah, I think I think he does maybe make a few bad decisions, but I think it's also too like him being cautious at the beginning of those races, right? Totally. Because he knows, he knows like, hey, like I need to give myself room, and 
in between all these guys because they're going everywhere. They're, everyone's going balls to the wall, and I feel like he doesn't want to do that at the beginning of the race. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's yeah. like, okay, like the race just started. I got a bad start. I'm around everybody. Maybe give it a couple laps, and then I'll start clicking people off. Mm-hmm. Because it took him a little bit to get his line sorted. Because he started, he at first, I think in the main event, he was going three on off, three three in that long rhythm section. And then he changed it to going roll, single over table, three three. But whenever he went roll, single over table, three three, he was doing that because he wanted to stay out of the ruts. Mm-hmm. What the line he was hitting was brand new. No one else was doing that, mm-hmm. just him. It was slower because I asked, I asked someone that race because they did dart fish, all of that. I'm like, did you guys dart fish this after practice? He's like, yeah, he was doing it in practice. We've seen it. It was slow as fuck. Yeah. Okay. But it's like he kind of gave up a little bit of the speed for that consistency, right? Like mm-hmm. not everybody was going three on off, three, three, every single lap. I mean, Coop was doing Coop it. Coop did it almost every lap. Yeah, Coop but. almost did it every lap, but he had some close ones it seems yeah, like. Yeah, You know? There was a couple times where he went three on off. And then he was like standing up, and then at the last minute he like sat Girl. down. Yeah, <laughs> sat down in the ruts, and it kind of threw the bike a little funny. But yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I think it just takes Eli a little bit of time to to get uh, to get going. But dude, like, I mean, halfway through, it's like he had his lines picked out, and he stuck to them, and he was riding really good. Yeah, it's like if you there was like a three minute period to where I'm like, okay, like everyone's kind of shuffled around like Sexton's like taken off. And then all of a sudden, cause like Eli and Cooper in like five, six, like Anton was saying all of a sudden they were right there. Yeah. Two, yeah. three. And then boom, boom, one, two. Mm-hmm. Yep. Totally. If you could have heard the crowd when Eli made like the first really good run through the whoops, they got him up a position. Like they came came up. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. And like, you could totally tell even like the whole crowd was just like, Whoa. Mm -hmm. And I was standing there by the whoops and how hard he hit them. Just da 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 da. The bike was ripping. Yeah. And then he just kept doing it. And a bunch of photographers and even, um, Anthony, the Dunlop guy, I told him like, go watch him hit the whoops. Like you have to go hear this thing, go through it. The line that he was taking, he almost saw Jason's front wheel off doing it one time, but like <laughs> yeah. it got him so much drive and they're just lap after lap. You could tell that Eli was on it then and he was just firing. And then like a race said for him and Cooper to work their way into two, three, and then just pick it up when chase dropped it. You're just like, wow, dude, this is just title fight over and over and over again. It doesn't get better than this. No. What did Coop say in a uh, press conference or how was your weekend about? It seemed like a, Towards the last few races, last few laps, he was like, "Okay, seconds good." Yeah, I think he had a he had a bit of a mistake in the whoops. So back to that line with Eli, I think a lot of the guys up there saw that and tried to do it, and just no one could do it as clean as Eli was. The way he was cutting through that main line to the left, I think Barsha was the only one who yeah. was who was getting it clean. So Coop had kind of a close one uh, through the whoops right there, and I think after that he just laid off and kind of just accepted second, right? I mean, even Ricky called it on the broadcast saying, like, hey, it looks like by his – just the way he's riding, he's kind of just accepting Coop it. Coop was pissed. Oh, dude. Coop was oh, pissed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was very, very mad. You know, and I I honestly expected this ride out of Eli at Indy, which, you know, we all know that he had that neck thing yeah. now. But, like, I expected, you know, like when the track breaks down, that's whenever, you know, like Coop and Eli really show their, you know – how good they are whenever like the the track goes that way so it was a little bit of like a like a relief to see eli back up front which i mean mm-hmm. i'm on the coop i mean i'm on the web wagon but still mm-hmm. like like his rebound was just really good because like yeah. last week you know we seen he, he had another off ride and then this week it's just like boom win yeah i feel like he needed this win too not that a guy of that caliber loses confidence but he needed it. He needed to win mm-hmm. and show, boom, I'm still in this. Well, something I wanted and to bring up is, like, over the summer, right, we saw an amazing championship battle between him and Chase. And I feel like throughout the whole summer, though, he was still, like, really, like, we talk about him being this new guy since he's been with Star, right? He's so talkative and easy to approach. He's closed off. Now. And last year, he was pretty off. good. And, dude, the last couple of weeks, like, you can tell he's... Well, hey, I, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this right... I'm going to say it right now. <laughs> Whether he likes it or not, Coop is in his head. Oh, yeah. Totally. Whether he likes oh, yeah. it or not. Because, like, whenever you ask him, like, hey, like, you know, like, is this fun for you? Like, are you in this? He's like, no, I'd way rather have, like, a cushion. Mm-hmm. 
And then like Coop, he's like, oh, I just feed on this, like mm-hmm. feeds the demons. You yeah. know? So like that's two different perspectives there. Take it how you want. I don't know. I mean, I would honestly rather be in Coop's yeah. situation with his headspace because he's just so mentally strong. Mm-hmm. I'll yeah. say this. This couldn't be a better timed win for Eli, not even just to tie the points up, but then you look at the next two tracks, Phoenix, uh, Hard Pack, he loves it, you know, right right down the street from his house, and then Super Speedway at Atlanta, like, boom, boom. Those are two races for him to tie it back up. I think if he had lost more points to Cooper this weekend, they're in a way different spot, and he would have a bigger gap to fill, and I think he'd not deal with that as much, but now that it's like, oh, shit, these next two are a layup, I think he's going to really kill it. I think Eli's going to struggle at Phoenix. You do? Yes, I do. Why, hard pack? Or? Yeah, I, I just think that he's going to struggle a little bit more on the hard pack service. Hmm. My personal opinion. Yeah, we'll see. Steve, this weekend was, like you guys were saying at the beginning, was really weird because uh, with the rain that came on Friday night, they had the track covered and everything like that. It was all the way like glazed over and rolled on Saturday or on Friday morning for press day. How much rain they had between that, dude, it was like Play-Doh. It almost pulled my shoes off a couple times with just how sticky it was. Mm. So that was like a big, big test for a lot of, of those guys where it's like, oh, man, that was a full full different track than I think some of them are expecting. Hmm. Hey, so I want to touch on Anderson a little bit. Um, like his, like, yeah, he. Ha- I was looking at the lab chart. He had some good laps towards the middle, right? But... Do you, like I mean, coming into the season, he was supposed to be a race winner. He mm-hmm. hasn't won one yet. Yeah, um, he's been off the box. You know, the last couple of weeks. I mean, how many podiums do? You, how many podiums does he have, Anton? I think only a couple. Only I think a couple. it's only two. two so yeah. as the season goes on, you see Barsha. He's got the new bike. He's happy with his setting. Do we see Barsha? Like, is Barsha leapfrogging Anderson? Like, I mean, it sucks to say because we all talked about Anderson preseason, mm-hmm. yeah. how he was lightning fast at the test track. Everything was, like, going his way, all of it. Like, he was feeling good. He was going to be a race winner. Mm-hmm. Do we see him win a race? Do we see him, like, I mean, yes, he's still a podium guy, but it looks like the last couple of weeks, Barsha's leapfrogging these guys and getting on the box and riding his way into a podium spot. I don't know, man. I... I... When is when is uh, Anderson's kid due? It's Dude, pretty soon, right? I would imagine soon. I mean, I wonder if be. like that's playing on his mind at all, or is yeah, it really. I hurt? was thinking the same thing. Or yeah. is it a lost confidence because he hasn't done as well yet this year? I think it could be a mix <laughs> of all those things, really. Like, I don't know. I think it's just it's hard to say when you compare both those guys because they've just it's just different times, right? We see guys have different be in those same boats different years, right? Yeah. And obviously, Barsha's, I mean, yeah, he doesn't have seven wins like Anderson did last year, but he's definitely as fast as I think we've ever seen him, right? Yeah. Right now? Um, so, yeah, I mean, he's very well, he is that guy that Anderson was last year, right? He just needs to get some wins. Yeah. And, and with it being yeah. contract year for most of these guys, mm-hmm. is that why we're seeing like some of these like standout rides, like these one off like standout rides, like say, made like uh, Plessinger, um, Barsha, I mean, hell, I mean, even Anderson, it's a contract year for him. We don't, I mean, we kind of know where he's going, but yeah. like not, nothing set in stone yet. We have a hunch where he's going. Yeah. Hey, Cincerillo rode really well this weekend. I he thought. did. Yeah, yeah, he rode really good. Second fastest qualifier. Um, He, like, after a couple of laps, went and passed a couple of guys, right? He's showing like, his speed, man. Like, yeah. I mean, that's all you can do, right? So his deal's already done. Like, he's, yeah, yeah, he's, he's two he's, years. And I believe Anderson's deal's coming close to it. Yeah. Or renew, right? Yeah, it's yeah. a contract year. Yeah. It's so. due this year. Oh, okay, okay. Hmm. Well, did we bring up what we talked about before we press play? Like Triumph? Oh, I don't think we can talk about that yet. We can't talk about that no. yet? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Some Not if you want to get a bike to test. I don't think we can talk about that. <laughs> All right. Um, well, uh, dude... Okay, so I was watching the 450s and, and the names that are in the main and everything. Yeah. And I'm just like, it's so hard for me not to go, oh, fuck, dude, Alex, he would have been there. Cake. <laughs> he he would have been, would have been. You know, it's like, it sucks Anything to watch. Anything can happen, though. I know, but I, what I'm saying is it, it sucks 
that you're hurt right now, right? Like, like yeah. it's so this year has been so exciting, you know, watching. It's been fun. Really. It it, it yeah. definitely it has been fun. So, and thank you for the support, Swap Motor Live. Everything you helped me, you were a big part of it. Huge. But I'm just. I saying. just I feel bad because you helped me out, and I'm doing shitty. Well, I'm not doing shitty. I just keep crashing. I'm doing shitty. We yes. haven't had a good run about helping people out in Supercross, so it's okay. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's it. <laughs> Remember, like all those, like oh, like I'm gonna throw in a hundred bucks, and then everybody's like all on Instagram for oh, hundred bucks, and then I, yeah, yeah I just fucking end up my brains out and just ruin my night. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's uh, maybe pressure? it's media. Maybe it's media help curse. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. So the hand, we're we gonna. Is there any chance of healing up for Salt Lake? Or is your SX Outdoors baby season already come to a close? Or is career come to a close? I don't know yet. I really I, I honestly I really don't know yet. I have five pins in here right now that have to get removed. Uh yeah. He told me six weeks, but I don't really have six weeks. Mm-hmm. I mean that's just nature of the game. I want to try and make it to Denver. Like that that is my goal cuz you know the pulp race I'll be able to yeah. make some money there, you know. It's fuck like You'll be in that, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll be in it. And then but it's like do I do that and like risk hurt myself even more because like I hadn't ridden you know for maybe a couple extra thousand bucks or do I do I just wait, get healthy and and start racing outdoors? Like I I don't I don't know what the right answer is. I don't know I'm just in this weird, I'm just in this weird fucking like empty tunnel. I called you the other day. I was like, oh, dude, I want to fucking start my own podcast. Like, I need to fucking do something like I did. <laughs> Is that his mind being like, ding, ding, ding? Yeah. I think I was in the car with you. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You were yeah. in the car. I was like, dude, I want to start my own podcast. I need to do something because like I need <laughs> to, like one thing I can do, I can, I feel like I can talk. Yeah. And I'm like, well, all right, well, maybe that's something I can do. And then like, I don't, I don't know. I need to fucking get a job. Mm. Like I'm literally, I'm, I'm a waste of fucking space out there. I feel like sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What, where have you enjoyed more success outdoors or supercross? Maybe the risk versus reward with supercross hitting the last few. Instead, you just test for outdoors, get totally ready and hit this outdoor season. The most prepared you ever have. Yeah, I mean, I, I that's that's definitely in the cards, right? I mean, I have a I have a set of suspension at Enzo right now, getting done for outdoors. So, uh, so we'll see. Um, yeah, it's a bummer. It is a bummer. You know, hey Ray, the good thing though, I think that if you did it, if you did have a good summer, you scored the points you needed to score, and just like did it. And who knows what happens? Like, if you still want to have that experience, like the butterflies are doing the supercross and being in the pits and the lights and all that, you do have those three super motocross races at the end of the year. You could do, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Well, and, and that's it. Like, I'm still trying to get a fucking like world supercross ride too. Yeah. That's yeah. True. Yeah. Like I put some feeders out there. I mean, which sucks. Cause it's like, I, I'm not in front of these people racing each weekend, you know, yeah. because mm-hmm. like, obviously like I'm hurt right now, but, but yeah, I mean, that's still, that's still something that I would love to do. Um, I messaged like the world, like, I guess it's Adam Bailey that runs the, the mm-hmm. world supercross, mm-hmm. um, Instagram. I message him all the time. He actually posted that crash to me the other day, my freaking neck turning around yeah. backwards and shit. But, uh, like, I don't know. I, I just want to race no matter what. Like, I mean, even this weekend, um, it, it's an off weekend, but I had already, uh, my flight was booked and everything. I was going to go to, uh, Lexington arena cross, oh, that's right. which I'm still, I'm still going to go. I, I need to talk to you about that. Cause I get back on Monday night, but, mm-hmm. um, but I'm still gonna go. I might I might do some vlogging and stuff uh, over there that way. Do something. Um, but yeah, I want to be at the races. You know, I mean, I've spent my last you know 15 years of my life going to these races each weekend. You know, and mm-hmm. and it's pretty much like a like a a family outside of my family. So it's like it's tough. You know, end mm-hmm. is near. I gotta get a <laughs> fucking job. <laughs> Hey, uh, is there is there like a anywhere like I could like fill out maybe some paperwork to to apply for a Swap Moto Live vlogging job? Yeah, life yeah, off two wheels. No, life, life off, off two, two wheels. wheels. <laughs> All right. I don't know how to type though. I, I, need, I need to go. I need to just take like night courses for English or like or like a writing class. Hmm. 
Hey, man, look at the social media captions on most people's shit. You don't need to know that. You're yeah. fine. Man. Just make the content, dude. Hey, since we're on this whole, since we're on the whole like media thing, Anton, I listened to the podcast between you and uh, Emery. Emery, mm-hmm. it's a fucking good. Co- it was a good podcast. Yeah, it's like oh, super, you. super insightful. Like just like seeing you know his thought process behind a lot of the back, back behind the scenes stuff and like the things that goes through his mind whenever he's shooting these people. Right, because he understands that us racers are delicate butterflies. Like how many times have I been at the track and Don's had a camera on me and I just almost eat shit and go over the berm and hit the fence. And I'm mm-hmm. like, Don, put your phone back in your fucking pocket. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're like delicate, delicate butterflies. There's Wait. like some, there's like some uh, voodoo going on between me capturing content and you riding. We were fine. Well, no, we were fine. No. Oh, I guess I remember. remember State Fair. State Fair. State and Fair was bad. There was an incident the last time, which I still need to make you that video. No, that's all right. It's just a stall through the whoops. So that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you stalled in the no, whoops. I showed you the video, the clip. Oh, yeah. dude. He, he bumped it though when it got. I up. do. I do need some Instagram content because right yeah, now I'm, I'm kind of struggling. I'm struggling. I'm some, sorry. Mm-hmm. I just posted a video of just me awake in surgery, and people don't really like that Oh man. All right, we're going to do our Race Tech read right now. Okay. okay. All right. Did you know Race Tech does more than just suspension? Yeah. How about that not only does Race Tech provide championship-proven engine services to many of the fastest privateers, but also to many factory teams and OEMs that they can't reveal. Oh. Race Tech provides quality, precision engine services using the best equipment and possesses the industry to build world-class engines that aren't taking time bombs hey you know what they also do over at race tech i wish they did brake tuning <laughs> you know what they also do though what? what if you got like a boss hoss like uh like chase over here or, yeah like oh, a, like a hog they do or most of their business is harley based. yeah most of most of the stuff they do a lot of harley stuff i need to get some does enzo do harley stuff do they put check no. valves in a, in <laughs> no a, no <laughs> in an fxr so they can do wheelies nope no no that's only only race tech does stuff yeah, that yeah. Chase wants. Yeah, race tech. Maddie, Maddie G, Shimoda's mechanic, and I were actually talking on Friday about what both of us are going to go get from race tech coming up So for the hogs. So even around pro circuit test tracks, we're talking about race tech. <laughs> you know, which is, which, is cra- which is crazy. They anodized all your shocks and everything for you. They did. Oh, yeah. Dude, they did it all. Like, I've everything. seen those things. They were badass. Mm-hmm, well, you mm-hmm. got the black, too, right? All like, black. all blacked out. Mm-hmm. So he says he could tell. The suspension is better, like when he goes through dips and crosswalks and stuff. Yeah, we don't I have think the best he's saying that the front end handles coming no, down. No, 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 no. They didn't, they didn't do my front telling... end. That's the issue. Oh, they didn't. No, just you? the rear. <laughs> was it you that was telling me that like uh, the ruts in the in the roads like get? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's hidden ruts on the 15 freeway that are super fun. Mm. Race tech, race tech could give you more stability. Do you do on you your ride Harley, your uh, on the 15 have you freeway? Have you ridden your hog down Bundy Canyon roads after the rains with the potholes? Yeah, dude. It's not fun, dude. High danger. Not fun. My dad had a hardtail, uh, like a I don't know, fifty. God, uh, it was like a panhead or something. Like he built it. Like yeah. He, my dad, handlebar mustache, fucking long yeah. hair, fro, puss. Yeah, no, he was. <laughs> yeah, dude, he looked like something out of like, I don't know. He had like the flare jeans and everything, and he's just on this. Yeah, he said he hit a pothole one day, about through his back. Oh out. my god, his dude. back about went through his skull, dude. Oh. <laughs> he hit a pothole. Mm-mm-mm. I can't even imagine. No, race tax. Race tax. Yeah. Hey, uh, I think I told you I got those W wheels, the edge yeah. wheels, the yeah. like entry level wheels. So I've ridden them twice now and raced them once. And I went through the spokes yesterday, as uh, your Dude. dad would say. Puss. Puss. You yes. know where I saw a couple of those? Hmm. Yesterday at the the District Thirty Seven races. Oh, the edge wheels. Yeah, quite a few guys had those on their bikes. Dude, so you can I'm tell because the color's a little different in the hub. Yeah, but dude, I mean that that's gnarly whoops and rocks and yeah. If you're whatever test they something. whatever they do, true in those wheels in in their office and everything, it's something like it's like it's like some weird voodoo, mm-hmm. right? Like it's something that no one else has caught on to yet. I kind of wonder like, like who teaches the staff, right? Because I've been in there and there's like. Well, that's a new face, or that's a new face, but it's like the, the signature the person, sauce. The person coaching on how to build the wheel yeah. is obviously it's like, it's like a, or it's an art. 
It's like a hidden art. It's like a secret. Uh, it's like a secret recipe. Like you know, to you go to like a dumpling house. There's like a secret secret <laughs> recipe. The mm-hmm. one Chinese lady in the back. Yeah. Oh, oh that's how you do it. There's one way. There's one way. It's the yeah. crusty crab formula. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like that's what they're doing over there. <laughs> yeah. But uh, maybe you need to get it, like John Anderson in here to like maybe talk about it a little bit. He won't tell us how he builds. <laughs> I, I guess. Get, I guess know? not. Get Tony Alessi in to give us some start secrets. Yeah, he time. won't tell either. But uh, but yeah. So if you're listening, seriously. Yeah, I'm telling you, I have these things on my race bike, and I suck so bad. I probably haven't hit a downside all year, and my <laughs> wheels are straight as an arrow. Yeah. So uh, yeah, you can buy something at W. Use the code SwapMoto, and uh, you get a nice discount. I don't know. I mean, I just. It's one of the things I really, really believe in. Like, yeah, badass tire irons too that we're going to be giving away today. Yep. Well, yeah, huh? Because we fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, hey, let's uh, let's go to commercial break. Be back for more. Did you know that in addition to being some of the coolest people on motocross, the crew at WUSA are the official importers of Talon, Kite, and Edge hubs, as well as the leading resource for DID and Excel rims. Through the years, we've tested plenty of aftermarket wheels. And the wheel building crew at WUSA can't be beat. WUSA is the source for all things associated with wheels, including sprockets, spoke wrenches, tire irons, and more. Mention Swap Moto Live when ordering anything from WUSA and get a nice little discount too. Check them out at WUSA.com. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Malcolm Stewart here. I ride for the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna, and I've been training harder than ever, and I've been using Guiltless Food Company for my performance on my motorcycle, and it's been doing a phenomenal job. I've been with these guys for the last four years, and I get meals every week, and it's just easy for for me to come in on a hard day's riding, throw it in the microwave, and my meals are ready to go, and it's fit-ready meals provided for me. You can sign up online and by using guiltlessfoodco.com or go to their local Temecula store and get your meals in person. Set yourself up for an easy win by going to Guiltless Food Co. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Live podcast for additional discounts in the shop. Hey guys, it's Ryan Villapoto. Now that I'm living the retired life and not bound to factory team sponsors, I'm able to choose my partners when it comes to building my bikes. I choose Backyard Designs to create my motorcycle graphics because they do a great job. Their kits look great, go on easy, and last long. Backyard Design has the most comprehensive and user-friendly graphic website in the sport. Use the discount code SWATMOTO at checkout for a discount at BackyardDesignsUSA.com. G'day guys, this is 9 times X Games gold medalist Jared McNeil. Off the motocross bike, I spend plenty of time cross-training on my intense mountain bike. From the super fast and efficient sniper cross-country bike, to the aggressive primer and tracer trail bikes, or even the amazing Taser e-bike. Every intense is designed and developed in the United States and built to the highest standards. A life on two wheels certainly includes pedals too. So give the crew at intensecycles.com a look. Everyone, welcome back to the Kickstarter podcast presented by Pro Taper. Um, yeah, contest time. Yeah, guys, the comments are a little weak this week, so we yeah, need to, we need to um, pump those up. Yeah. Numbers need to be a little higher, but well, I mean, lots of YouTube, <laughs> lots of YouTube comments. But guys, it's on the website. Yeah, on the website. Um, we should give away RDX two point two boots every week, and then we all right. comments out the ass. Ryan, you, you you're the winner of the W tire irons. His comment is: with A Ray's fingers taped like that, he can go double shocker on his chick. Hashtag <laughs> sketchy. <laughs> well, the way it was taped, it was three in the. Three in the stink, one in the pink. So, I mean, yeah, it might have got a little bit risky there. Extra shocker. Fucking <laughs> yeah. No, listen, that's the... No, I think it's like... I think it's not the It's not the shocker. I think it's called the showstopper. <laughs> when is that way? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's man. one of those. It, maybe it's like four and then... I, I don't know. It was, yeah. I don't know. Congrats, Ryan. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you win the tire irons, Ryan. Congrats. Yeah, so, so DM Don or I or A Ray on Instagram and we'll get your email yeah. and all that. Okay. Two fifties. 
Boring. <laughs> All right. Well, no. Before we talk about two fifties, Anton, we got to talk about Kevin Morant. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. dude, that whole shot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We got to talk about Kevin Morant. Did he blow it and fly over the berm or something? Punt him off. No, no, no. He <laughs> he overjumped that that three into that corner, and there's some ruts there, and he, it's like he landed in between the ruts, and it sort of just offset his front Went end left. there. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah I was pumped there. for that guy. So he has Not a Mike. he has a sponsor that if he whole shots the main event, he gets five grand. Oh, wow. yeah. So he, cool. he he came out good on the night. He came out real good on the night. Hell yeah. Yeah. Who's this? Kevin is. Uh, Don't know. Tank Masters. What? It's called Tank Masters. It's tank like a Master. local company. Do they yeah. build tanks? Kevin, Kevin's really really Fish good tank. at getting like non-industry sponsors to back his program. Yeah. He's really good at that. Uh, yeah, dude. He was ripping uh, that first lap. I just rewatched it because we were talking about it when we uh, went on commercial. He passes Chase back. Like Chase goes inside, inside, and yeah. then Kevin's like, "Oh, okay, shit!" And he passes <laughs> it, and then when they go into the whoops, and his foot comes off the back, and he misses his break, and you're just like, "Oh shit, Kevin! You have 21 dudes behind you that are gonna like kill you if you don't move." And then he raced him to the finish line. That was so good. Mm. It was mean, a yeah. Rich Taylor moment. Yeah, I mean, he was he was ripping. He was riding really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Props to him. I mean, he's on a. He's on an older KTM, which I think it suits him maybe a little bit better. You know, the new bikes or, the, the, you know, a guy like Kevin Moranz doesn't have the access to the the parts that, that Cooper Webb is running. So, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. he's on the older bike, um, you know, and for him to get a start like that, he's always been a good starter, man. Like, ever since he turned pro, he's always been a good starter. And that's what you got to do, yeah. you know. So, props the- to him. And then moving to the 250 class, yeah, fucking Hunter Yoder, dude. Yoder. <laughs> Same note. So we're going to try and get Yoder either on a podcast or a show. He's going to be back in SoCal finally after Arizona. You got to ask weeks. him about Blippy. Blippy. Okay. Blippy. Yep. Oh. Him on YouTube. He did the the deal. I don't know. My nephews love Blippy. Oh, and, I think I've yeah. heard this. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What's Blippy? Like some kid that opens toys? <laughs> I mean, it's just like a, like a guy that just kind of does these YouTube videos ah. with like, I don't know, action sports. Similar or. wheelhouse. Like similar deal. Yeah. 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 Really like good. high energy, like uh, goes to like different activities. Mm. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, no, dude, he rode really well. Yeah, he's he's doing really really good this year. I kind of forgot. He's the best guy on that team. I mean, yeah, dude. And I, it, we haven't seen the West Coast guys in a while, so I forgot how good he was doing even before the break, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, he uh, props to him. He's out east doing the whole program, and it's working out. So, do you think that was a better move for him, getting out of the West Coast and then going east? I don't know. I, I mean, he 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 improved a lot. He did, right? But I don't think I've he's ever been one to kind of cut short or cut it short with like work during the week, right? I just know last year I don't think he had access to a lot of a lot of stuff. Like he didn't yeah, have I mean, bikes out all the times. Like he was riding he had, that old Honda. Yeah, he had bike issues, like no practice bikes at times, and, and he's couldn't. a stocky build. Like he's a smaller yeah. kid, but he's like a brick shit house yeah, yeah. i think yeah. i think a change in scenery has been good for him yeah. different people around him probably it's got to be motivating rejuvenating yeah. for him you know he's probably yeah. not looking for chicks all the time <laughs> so that's good and doing his mountain bike yeah dude how about carson mumford i thought he did really mm-hmm. well for coming off the couch yeah, first mean, race of the year five days on the bike after his uh his calf calf ripping mm-hmm. off of his leg nasty it's gross but yeah i mean like Qualifying P4, granted it wasn't the B practice, you have a little bit better track there. But, I mean, you still got to go that fast. Mm -hmm. Whether you're on a smooth track or one that's a little bit broken down, like, you still have to go that fast. You still have to hit the whoops. You got to hit your marks. And for him to to qualify fourth, that's awesome. You know, first race in the bike, first race jitters. I'm sure he was nervous like hell. You know, I mean, it's like... um, you know, and then that heat race, he's he's another one who's an amazing starter, right? Yeah. Even whenever you're, you know, Bar X last year, Anaheim won, boom, whole shot. So uh, I expected him to get some really good starts. Um, eighth place on the night, which was, I think that's that that's right where he needs to be. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, he had Kitchen, he had, you know, Pierce Brown, he had all the guys I feel like sh- that should have been in front of him, in front of him, um, you know, and for him to have five, Five days on the bike, it looked like he got a little bit winded, which is which is okay. Yeah, you know, Mitch always says, I guess you can work with speed, right? So that's good. It's just it's just cool to see with with Mumford because it's like he had that whole Geico thing, right? And then that whole thing kind of got 
you know, drug out of his feet. Mm-hmm. And then like he had to, it, that humbled him, I feel mm-hmm. like. And he had to claw his way back, you know, bar X for a couple of years. I mean, he was in talking boy team. Yeah. Oh, talking yeah. boy mm-hmm. team. Remember, you know, you guys know the struggles of that. Like hell, who, he didn't even know if he was going to have race gas on the weekend, you know? Mm-hmm. So like just him clawing his way back, I feel like he's going to do a lot better these next couple of years. But I think you don't see that from him if he doesn't have those struggles from Michael Lindsay's team, Bar X. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like he's having, like, I don't know. I feel like it humbled him a little bit. and It, it, it mm-hmm. helped his, his career out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But the race, other than that, the race at the front, how many podiums have been the same? One, two, three. Yeah, I mean, pretty much all of them, except for like pretty much all of them. Kitchen and Styles getting in there yeah. a little bit. You know? Yeah, I don't know. Dude. That <laughs> that boring. pass by RJ was great. <laughs> yeah, so dude, that was dude late in the race. Holy cow! I love that he thought that was the last lap too. That's so cool. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it's happened a lot with with him and McAdoo, but dude, like when you watch them ride, holy shit, they're going balls to the wall. It seems like, <laughs> and Jeff hey, just. Ray- up there riding, cruising. <laughs> I said that word for word to him. I'm like, you watching you guys go at it is the most entertaining thing because it is just a balls of the wall battle the whole time. And he's like, yeah, that's why it's fun to race with Cameron like that. He's mm-hmm. like, I don't think he likes it sometimes as much. But yeah, we talked about that word for word and how was your weekend. Yeah. Imagine, imagine if Jet was just eliminated from the equation. Imagine the championship between those two guys. So mm-hmm. it seemed like the gap between Jet and like the Jet the. Yeah, the gap between Jet and um, McAdoo and RJ uh-huh. was closer this weekend. Yeah, I think he's managing. I think that, he though. does that though. I he's think... managing it, yes, but like I feel like the intensity was brought up by the. I mean, it's uh, always up, but like I feel like they're clo- they've closed the gap a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. No, I wouldn't say the whole thing, but a little bit. From what I heard and like kind of solve a little bit, Jet didn't seem exactly like thrilled with that win. Like that wasn't as big as he wanted it to be. Mm. So, I mean, if, if he wasn't thrilled with that, I feel like he's, yeah, I, they're, they're closing the gap a bit if, he, if he's not happy with that. Mm-hmm. Especially with the intent, like if they're racing each other that hard and still moving forward, that says a lot. They just yeah. have a lot of issues to iron out, you know, like the thing that can't, like the Cameron Jet thing and the heat race, mm-hmm. that just can't happen. You got to learn to eliminate those mistakes instead of making them every weekend, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think too, um, you know, you go back to Indy whenever you watch Hunter race. I mean, he won by like 20 seconds. And then you go and then you think about like how chewed out the track was this weekend and, and Jet didn't win by a huge margin. Do you think Hunter, you think Hunter's better right now? No. You don't think so? Different coast. Different I, coast, yeah. I guess you could say that. Yeah. Hey, the, uh, the, you mentioned it, the, McAdoo jet collision in the heat. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, I feel like Jet got really lucky the way he yes. he bent his head all forward too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, these guys. Who do you put that blame pie on? Huh? Who do you put that blame pie on? I think Cameron got a little out of control yeah, and jumped yeah. into him. I think I think he just got a little bit ahead of himself. I think I think he tried to make something that happened that wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Had Jet yeah. been on the right side. Maybe yeah. you could go for that, but Jet was. Already... But whenever you see McAdoo step off that tabletop, yeah. he doesn't step off crooked. Like he step offs to the side, and right there, like he's cross footed, and I think they just lock bars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he mm-hmm. didn't give. Dude, him that what much a hairy crash, though. Yeah, yeah, sketchy. I don't think I don't think Jet was very stoked on that. No. <laughs> yeah, I ran from one corner of the track to the other down the tunnel to like see if they were going to yell at each other, just because I wanted to see it. <laughs> Did they yell at each other? He didn't even stop. Like you could tell the Jets just trying to stay away from any kind of like attention like that. So he just rode right off the track, didn't even look back after the finish line and just peeled out. Hey, yeah, speaking was... of speaking of like uh fights and stuff, what about uh Jerry Robin and Paul, Paul Tully, Tully yeah. teammates? Were they yelling? Uh they weren't psyched. Yeah, they weren't psyched, <laughs> but that was I mean can you blame Politelli for that pass? Absolutely not. No, no. if you're Jerry, you yeah. can't be mad at that. Like yeah. I mean you can be pissed, yeah. But don't throw yeah, a hissy fit. Yourself. It's in the fucking LCQ. Yeah, yeah. dude. Anything it goes. Wasn't you in... can stab a guy. He didn't take you out. He just <laughs> took you off the track. <laughs> that's, that's what Mathis always says. He's like, dude, LCQ, you could literally get away with stabbing a guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Poor Bummer friend. for Styles, dude. Oh, my gosh, dude. 
It sounds like he's he'll be fine though for Arizona and all that. Yeah, so. he he was running pretty well. Like I mean, he's up there in it, leading laps. You know, five minutes in and everything like that. And that's just that's a big one, you know, and just how hard he slammed. Mm. Kitchen real good in that heat race, dude. He was gone. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> pretty really cool. At, like hometown, right? Yeah, because he's from Washougal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder yeah. what happened in the main though. I think it was just bad start. And and um, towards the back of the pack, it was like the Mumford and Pierce Brown, and I think either Oldenburg or uh, Rodriguez. They they all kind of like had like a little bit of a well, crash or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no. Enzo Lopes happened. Enzo oh. Lopes was ripping. Oh, okay. oh, that's right. He got up to fourth. Yeah, Enzo was flying that day. Like, how far back he went? I'm watching it right now, and just the passes that he made. He's in six, and he closed up like seven seconds. You know, mm-hmm. that's a big gap. Yeah. I think that Levi did have some, like, you know, tightened up or faded or whatever and lost some time, but Enzo was charging the whole way through. It was funny, and how was your weekend, Don? He had an Enzo racing hoodie on, <laughs> and I'm like, Enzo, that's a tight hoodie. I like that. He goes, well, it says my name. And I was just like, <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Hell yeah. Right on. Well, uh, sounds like Malcolm's in the lobby. All right. So we're going to wrap up this edition Phoenix. of... Uh, Phoenix up next. Let me let me just get like winners. 250, 450 class. For Phoenix in two weeks? Yeah. Is this a triple crown? Yep. Yep. 250s, I say Jet. Hunter, RJ, four of these. Wait, Jet, Hunter, RJ. That's not a showdown. Oh, it's not. That's what no. I said. Oh, well. oh, okay. It's triple crown, not. Yeah. Okay, but it's West Coast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's just Jet, RJ, Cameron, <laughs> and then I'm putting Kitchen in there. Oh, okay. I'm putting Kitchen in there. Four fifties, uh, Web. Eli. I'm going Webb, Anderson, Barsha. Fuck, that was mine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I say Anderson third. Yeah. All right, let's hope it. Let's let's hope uh, Anderson turns it around. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, his his bicycle is finally complete, right? Yes. No? Almost? No, yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm anyway, to get my bicycles here pretty soon. My GTs, those things are gonna be sick, dude. I can't wait. <laughs> All right. On the- <laughs> Why are you guys laughing? You guys are dickheads. Mm. Nice, cool, dude. No, super. Can't cool. wait, dude. Yeah, we getting a new GT grade. Nice. Be badass. Shit. All right, guys. Thanks for listening or watching Kickstart Podcast presented by Pro Taper. We'll talk to you next week. Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 1/8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more.
Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more.